Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Now, it's estimated uh, that uh, there are about uh, 17,000 or somewhere between 17,000 and 20,000 people living in uh, this country who are undocumented, who don't have a, a legal status to be in Ireland. Uh, between two and 3,000 of uh, that 17 to 20,000 are children. And a lot of uh, the adults are working. In fact, 93% of them are, are working. But it, it seems according to new research from the Migrant Rights Centre of Ireland, that a quarter of those are earning less than the minimum wage. Neil Bruton is campaign manager with the Migrant Rights Centre of Ireland and he's on the line. Good morning, Neil, and thanks for joining us. We're also joined by Irene, who is uh, somebody who's in exactly this position, and we'll talk to Irene uh, about her life here in a moment. Uh, But, Neil, why... Are these people here if uh, they don't have a legal status uh, to be resident in the country? Uh, Morning. Thanks very much for having me. Um, So people would become undocumented. Generally, people would come on a on a visa on a on a legal status. Um, Many would have would have had a status, but were unable to renew it um, for a variety of reasons. Uh, and made the difficult decision to stay here and to try and make a better life for themselves and their family. Um, and they would be in exactly the same situation as the thousands of undocumented Irish people who are, who are living in the US and in other places, which your listeners might be aware of. Uh, and is uh, the position that they're in uh, something that is being exploited by employers? I mean, it's life as an undocumented person is very difficult. Um, simple things for you and me are very difficult for an undocumented person. So reporting a crime, finding safe work, uh, accessing medical services. These, all these things are difficult and dangerous for undocumented people. Uh, they live in constant fear and anxiety. Um, and unfortunately, some employers take advantage of this situation. They know they can't speak out for themselves. Um, and they, uh, unfortunately, then people end up being exploited in, in, the, in their work. All right. They're not hiding away. Uh, they're uh, part and parcel of our everyday lives uh, and uh, live in our communities and work in our communities. What kind of jobs do they do? 
so yeah, so the survey, we, we launched a survey of a thousand undocumented people there last Thursday, um, and that's where the stats that you were mentioning at the start came from. Um, and we also asked people what sectors they're working in. So people are working um, in really important sectors for, for our economy and for us as people here in Ireland. So 27% are working uh, caring for older people, uh, either in the private home or in nursing homes. Um, 17% are working in cleaning and maintenance, obviously cleaning, hugely important during a pandemic. Um, people are working in childcare, in construction, in restaurants and catering. So really important mm. sectors of the economy. And they've been doing that for, for many years. The survey also showed that um, a huge proportion of people are in the same job. So over 75% in the same job three years. So that shows that they're reliable, mm. skilled, experienced employees here in Ireland. Okay, 14% uh, from Mongolia, 11% from China, 7% from Bangladesh, Bangladesh, 6% from Brazil, 5% from Malawi. Uh, the vast majority uh, of undocumented uh, people living in Ireland are from uh, the Philippines, 40% of those. And Irene, as I said, is also on the line. You're from the Philippines, Irene. Yes, what? I am originally from the Philippines. Well, what brought you to this country and how did you find yourself in a position uh, where you are not legally here? I came here to join my sister in a tourist visa and um, I cannot, uh, there's no uh, way to renew my uh, visa and so I made a tough decision to overstay and work here for a better life to support my family. Okay. Uh, And uh, are you glad that you did that? Was it the right decision, do you think? I have no regret on that, uh, but uh, living in a, a situation like uh, in a shadow is really difficult because I won't be able to visit my family back home. Mm. And, um, and we know from Irish people in America, Neil was talking about the undocumented and Irish people in uh, America will often give out or be very sad because they can't come home if a family member dies, for example. Yeah, uh, yeah, we cannot be there in the happiest and the saddest moment of uh, their life. We cannot join them. And, um, yeah, uh, there, I also experienced that uh, my children weren't talking to me because they're sick of waiting. And that is really tough because I, like, I feel guilty because I'm looking after children here really well and I cannot be there for my own children. Okay. Uh, that is difficult. You're a childcare worker, are you? I am a childcare worker, Okay, yes. t- t- tell me a little bit more about you, your life, your family. How, how many people are in your family? I have two children. Okay. And just just you and the two kids, is it? Yes. Okay, and the, the children go to school, do they? Yes, they do go to school, but now that there is a COVID uh, pandemic, uh, they're hmm. homeschooling and, yeah, that's... Uh, okay, but easy for them. but uh, outside of uh, the crisis uh, from uh, the pandemic and all of that, uh, you live uh, as anybody else does in the country. You go to work, the children go to school, and, uh, and uh, you've uh, an apartment, or do you have a house, or what? Where do you live? I am occupying a single flat here, so I'm renting okay. the place. Yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, is it difficult to get work without papers? Is it difficult to get somewhere to live without papers? Well, uh, in my own situation, I am very lucky to have a very good employer. Um, they understand and support my situation, and uh, but not for many others because uh, most of the members of uh, uh, JFU campaign 
are experiencing like exploitation uh, in a precarious uh, employment, really. Okay. And you're happy uh, with your terms and conditions. Uh, you're not being paid below the minimum wage, are you? I um just in a minimum wage, but I am happy with that, with all the support and, and understanding my situation, uh, it is okay. And I, uh, like, even it is not a high-paid mm. job, I'm uh, doing in, a, like, four different jobs to, to sustain my life here and to support my family. Okay. And there's no other income, is there? Just what you earn? Sorry. Is there any other income? Do you get money from anywhere else or is it just your wages? Uh, is that what you're... Just you, my wages. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people no would find that... A lot of people would find that difficult to live off, especially uh, with the cost of rent. Uh, would you say you're paying a, a, a normal level of rent? Yes, I am. Okay. And you probably don't have much money left at the end of the week. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I use most here because the, there are bills as well. So, like, yeah. Okay. But you... work in different... But you, you think you, you think that that's better than going back to the Philippines. Uh, what, what happens if you get sick? Uh, I, I mean, if you had a heart attack, God forbid, but let's say something like that happened to you, a very uh, serious uh, problem uh, and you needed to go to the hospital, what would happen to you then? I, I experienced once, but I paid for all my bills and uh, my employer helped me too. Okay. But it's not that the hospital would report you to the authorities, because if you're reported to the authorities and found to be living here illegally, obviously you'd be deported immediately. No, no, there, there is. Uh, it's never happened. Oh, yeah. OK. I mean, I could maybe explain yeah. a little bit Please more. Do, I mean, yes, we would, yeah. I suppose, really yeah. encourage anyone who's in an undocumented situation and has a, a health condition like that to mm. access treatment um, and deal with the bills at a later point. Um, there is obviously a risk that you may be referred to immigration, but there's a process that people can go through then. They won't just be immediately deported. So mm. we wouldn't uh, discourage people who have a serious medical condition from, okay. from accessing that medical support that they mm. need. Um, but yes, people are deported here in Ireland and mm. people would be at risk. Yeah, and forgive me for making assumptions, but, uh, you know, I suppose uh, in my own mind, Neil, I'm just trying to get a, a picture of what it's like to live like that in a, a shadow, as Irene put it. Uh, it must be very stressful and very difficult, and that's why you're campaigning for these people uh, to be documented. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, a, it's an extremely tough life, and, and regardless of our encouragement for people to access uh, that type of service, many won't because they're just afraid to access any any sort of service and of course they won't report a crime if it's committed against them they you know they are living in the shadows and they're not not willing to engage with a lot of those services and that that is why you know we are we are asking for a solution and and it feels like we're close to one we're delighted that the government has already committed uh, to introduce a regularisation in the programme for government um, and the Minister for Justice Helen McEntee spoke at our launch on Thursday um, and said she'd publish a policy paper on it within weeks and that our officials are already working on a regularisation scheme for undocumented people. So we would really just call on the Minister now to make sure that that scheme is broad and is inclusive um, so that undocumented people who need um, to come out of the shadows and safely uh, gain a legal status here can do that. Okay, and you will hear the argument that that's giving a green light to other people to come here and live illegally. I mean, the fact is that people mention that, that there's a pull factor, but 
there's actually been a huge amount of research done on regularizations throughout Europe. There have been over 50 over the last 20 years, and there's no evidence of a pull factor because of a regularization scheme. I mean, people pull, people move for a variety of reasons. Uh, they move for a better life. They move for work. They don't move um, and uproot their families and travel across the world because they've heard about a scheme that was a one-off scheme in the hope that there might be another one in five years. The fact is people don't uproot their lives for that. They uproot their lives because they have no other choice. Okay, thank you, Neil. Irene, thank you as well. Thank you very much. Thank you you indeed. Thanks uh, to Irene and uh, to Neil Bruton, who's campaign manager with uh, the Migrants' Rights Centre of Ireland. Michael Reed on LMFM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.